production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What can you do to promote the relationship between CSRs, techs, and your sales team? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns with Pioneer, and I'm joined on this episode by Tim Guilford, who is the Director of Marketing and Sales for Lightstream in Buffalo, Indiana. Tim, thanks for joining me. Thank you. I'm glad to be here in Austin. So uh, this is the second time uh, on the podcast uh, that Tim has joined us. He was on this, the live episode we did at Story Connect. And so your second time on, you're, you're no longer a guest. You're a friend of the podcast. So congratulations on that. Friend, expert, guru. Uh, those are your words, not mine. We'll take it all. Yep. There you go. Uh, so we are here, as Tim mentioned, in Austin, Texas at the NTCA Sales and Marketing Conference, uh, the epicenter of the uh, rural broadband marketing world this week. And uh, Tim just got off a panel where he, uh, it was called Sales, What CSRs and Techs Need to Know to Support Sales. Tim, what was the, the kind of the main idea for the, um, uh, for the session? What were you all hoping to kind of get across to folks uh, in the audience? Yeah, the idea of this session was a lot of different topics that you could probably spend a week on, weeks, months, who knows. Um, you know, all you have to say is, you know, this is what you do to have a successful company, right? Um, except we really needed to dial it down. So we had a list of um, things to know and a list of things to share. Uh, we took a few bullet points from that and what we thought was the most important of it and tried to relay some of our experiences and then pull in some crowd engagement as well on what they've done to be successful um, and to really try to try to help each other out. Yeah, it was interactive. There were folks involved. I think it, think it went very well. In my mind, the way that this kind of breaks out that and what you and the other panelists were saying, there, there's kind of a group of, of formal things that is done to kind of get the, the, the teams working together. And then there's informal things um, to, to, to be done to get the, the teams to work together. Let's, let's start first talking about the formal things, the things that y'all were y'all were really intentional about or any systems put in place or uh, any pieces there. So what were some of the things that y'all did, um, you know, kind of, kind of formally to, to, to bring those groups together? Yeah, one of the first topics we talked about was Wi-Fi, uh, and I remember uh, when I when I got into this industry, I wanted to make a really good impression uh, on all the people I worked with. Of course. So so I asked them, straight faced, what's Wi-Fi? They didn't think it was as funny as what I thought it was, uh, but nonetheless, we had a really good conversation about uh, you know some of the, the finer details of Wi-Fi. Uh, if you talk with your IT department, um, they have one perspective of it. Right. If you talk to your techs, they might have another, and, and CSR is another as well. Uh, and all fun and games, but we talk about internally what Wi-Fi is. Um, you know, we will say it's it's 802.11, right? Uh, nobody needs to know really what that is. Right. Uh, but. What they need to know is how it impacts the customer. And our CSRs and our technicians uh, are very uh, versed in this, uh, but so is the rest of our company. So we take an initiative every month um, to educate and train our employees on a variety of different topics, um, including what's happening in the company, some educational topics that we want them to know, and then some safety measures to keep everybody uh, in, in their best form. And we have taken a lot of those monthly meetings to discuss Wi-Fi and what it means uh, specifically for the entire company. So whether it's our bookkeeper or if it's our CSR or if it's anybody else on staff, we want them to know the at least the basics of Wi-Fi and how it impacts the customer. If they get stopped at the football game, the grocery store, um, we see these people in town. We are your neighbors. There's no doubt about it. Um, we want to try to educate that, uh, educate you on it um, so that they understand what Wi-Fi can do for them and in, in the end provide a better customer experience. 
anytime you deal with with people, things can get complicated. What was the what was the initial reaction when you kind of start getting everybody together and and these these two teams? Um, God, I don't know how much you want to go into where where it was at the beginning and where it is now, but um, what was the initial reaction to folks? Did, did folks buy in? Did folks get it, or was was there a little bit of skepticism from folks? Right, we've all been in that situation. And, and please don't name names. <laughs> We've all been in that situation where we walk out of a meeting and like, hey, that could have been an email. Um, so we had some very specific conversation on how we were going to structure this monthly meeting so that no one walked out of there saying that could have been put in an email. Um, so we try to make it interactive. We ask different departments to present some material. And it's not always, hey, the technician should should probably report on this and, and educate. So we're going to not have a, a technician do that. We're going to ask somebody from uh, you know the finance team uh, to discuss this. So they have to learn some of that information. And they're not left on an island. You know, they're coached throughout everything. Um, so whether it's our outside plant or whether it's our IT department, um, they've been great coaches and, and get everybody in tune with that. Uh, it wasn't that long ago that uh, our technicians maybe weren't seen eye to eye with the rest of the company. Uh, so we've taken a specific role on it to make sure that they are engaged. They're not always in the office. Uh, they've got their own office. It's their, their truck, their van. So they're out doing their things. Um, and we try to make it as easy as possible for them to make sure that they're engaged with the company. Um, there's a variety of tools that you can do that. Um, but we've definitely taken a stance to make sure that our technicians are um, a very critical part of our team and that uh, we, we love our techs. There you go. And, and that gets over into kind of the the informal side of things, because um, I know this relationship's important. I was reading a book recently by Howard Thurman, and uh, in there he said, this is getting a little deep for us here for a minute, but he said, hate starts when there is contact without fellowship. And this really just stuck in my head that it's, it's the same for interpersonal relationships and all that. When there's contact with somebody, but there's no relationship, no fellowship, that's when, I mean, hate may be a strong word for office, but you know, that's when when you don't see the other person and understand what they're going through, it's a lot easier to be annoyed or, or not want to help them out. But you guys, you have taken, I know you personally, and then um, there's been some other efforts made to just to kind of informally just get to know each other. And it sounds so simple. It is. And, you know, everybody lives in different directions. So it's always difficult to get everybody together. Um, maybe call it team building, you know, if you will. Um, but one of my favorite parts of my day is when a technician will come by. They'll say, hey, I might even sit in, in, a, in a chair in my office and talk a little bit. Um, you know, we talk kids. Uh, you know, we, we talk community stuff. We might talk a little bit of work. But there's a lot going Probably on there. Cubs baseball, I would imagine. Uh, you know, occasionally there's some conversation about Cubs baseball. Um, if you're into that kind of thing, I happen to be. Um, you know, my kids play softball. That's, that's where I said there's always these pieces of, of who we are outside of our of our company walls. Um, but the other part of it, you know, as well as the, 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 you know, again, you talk informal and formal processes, um, we try to give a bunch of positive feedback to our team. Um, and not just in that monthly uh, meeting that we have each month, it's more to it than that. If they don't hear from us, but besides that monthly meeting, then we've, we've lost our focus. Um, so we'll get contacted by a customer sometimes and say, hey, um, Reggie and Caleb knocked it out of the park at this install. They nice. cleaned up after themselves. They were so nice. They walked us through the app that we provide. Um, so they, they did a great job and, and we feel so much better about your service now. Thank you so much. That gets a huge shout out into our internal communication. Everybody sees it. I love those moments. It's really where I feel like we're doing it right. Awesome. So 
And that, that leads to the next question. Uh, obviously, if you're going to put this much time and effort into something, you want it to, you want it to make a difference. You want it to matter. Um, I don't know if it translates to the bottom line, but, but where have you seen some of the benefits of taking these efforts, whether it's efficiency or satisfaction at work or, or whatever? What have been some of the benefits of, of putting this effort in? Uh, there's several, and some of them are measurable, and some of them are not. Sure. Um, we had a recent survey that we asked about net promoter score. So the question becomes, you know, how willing are you to, um, you know, suggest your company to, you know, a friend or colleague? Um, this last round of everything, we scored a, a, uh, a score of 80. Um, our industry is not known for high net promoter scores. True. That's true. Um, so we've seen the last couple of years that it's increased. Um, we don't think it's coincidence. We have been um, putting much more fiber in the ground. The customer experience and the services that we offer is different than what it was a couple of years ago. Um, so we're really proud of that matter. As you should be. Uh, you know, but the other part of it becomes, um, you know, we monitor churn. So as we, again, we talk about our, our CSRs and our technicians and what kind of role they have, we evaluate our churn. Um, we we look at the reasons. Every single month, we look at the reasons of why we lost a customer. Um, we hope it's only for, let's say, two reasons that are outside of our control. Um, perhaps if someone were deceased or maybe if someone moved. Um, very unfortunate either way. Um, other than that, we try to think that we can um, try to contribute to that and keep everybody happy. Um, and not just about having our customers, but having happy customers. For sure. Last question for you. Um, as you're... Um as you're thinking, you know, thinking through this, or if there's somebody listening who's um, who, who feels like kind of where you guys were, that yeah, we got some friction, we we're, we don't have a lot of communication between these uh, these groups. What's some advice you would give them? Um, wh where would you, you know, if they're, if they're wanting to take some positive steps in that direction, what advice would you have for them? Right, start somewhere. I think the the first one is uh, you know maybe admitting that you don't always knock it out of the park. Um, that's definitely something. As as much as I may say, hey, we do some things well. There's always some things that maybe we don't. And it comes down to listening to your team. Listen to your CSRs, listen to your technicians, listen to your bookkeeper, um, listen to the IT department. I mean, let's, let's take into account their feedback when they're out in the field um, doing fill in the blank um, that they have some perspective. Um, specifically though, your CSRs and technicians are who um, I focus on or, or try to at minimum. Um, they're the ones speaking with the customer. So if they're getting feedback from the customer and something maybe isn't clear, then let's make it more clear for them. Let's make it easier. Let's be more transparent. Um, and empowering our CSRs and our technicians uh, is one of the biggest things I think any customer can do, any, any company can do. I know I said that was the last question, but you brought up something interesting there. So, so it's always a struggle a lot of organizations to get that feedback from the, the customer, from the member, back to other folks. Is that a formal system that you guys have there for any kind of feedback loop, or is that just, just folks knowing each other now to pass that information back and forth? Yeah, it's, it's a lot more informal in our company. We also have a small company, uh, sure. so it may be a little bit easier for that. We're 23 employees strong. Um, it's easy for to get everybody in, in a room with, within our organization. It's going to be more difficult for other companies to do that, um, but creating an avenue for them to have some, some feedback, though, um, and having voice in it uh, is a starting point. Fantastic. Tim, thanks for being on. Thank you, Andy. Appreciate it. He is Tim Guilford with Lightstream in Buffalo, Indiana. I am Andy Johns with Pioneer. Until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by Pioneer Utility Resources, a communications cooperative that is built to share your story. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.